And it was Public Enemy's Chuck D. Bring the noise. Podcast Network. I am Charlie Taylor, and this is What's Good. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Hope you're all doing well. Hope all is blessed. So we're hopping into another interview. Two in two in two weeks. We're getting we're doing this right now. We're doing this. Can I do a third? We shall see how that goes. <laughs> we shall see how how it goes. Um, I do have a couple coming. You know, I've got a couple of maybe in the can, maybe not in the can, maybe you know, just about to happen. We shall see how that goes. Uh, but for now, we'll stick with this one. Uh, so yeah, for my second interview of 2022, uh, I talk to a person I interviewed three years ago, nearly to the day, uh, ne- nearly to the day, nearly to the month. Um, but definitely three months. It's been a minute. And it was actually over, I think, e- oh, did I? Did we Did we talk on, on, on Zoom or whatever, whatever it was at the time? Or was it just on email? Not sure, but we but it was a text. It's a text interview. Um, I do have that interview uh, linked in the full show notes. So go peep that uh, before you peep this interview or while you peep this interview, because uh, I do reference it a lot in the interview. So a big big old catch up. And with that said, I catch up with Mister Ian Kelly, uh, Jam the Records uh, signee. Uh, One day soon, Grand National. We talk about all of that. Uh, because I kind of I kind of interviewed him in the Jamler lens, so I kind of wanted to get a, a bigger a bigger picture of him. Uh, yeah, we talk about sports, we talk about music, potential drops he's doing. Uh, we talked about the pandemic and how that's been going, but because obviously it's been more than three years now, and obviously the pandemic's been two years. So I feel I feel like God, I'm gonna have to have these conversations so many times with people. Ugh, tr- stress. Anyway, um, yeah. So we talk we talk about a lot. We talk about a myriad of things. Uh, we talk about some memories, or some nostalgia, uh, a lot of sports, and just a, a lot of banter throughout the throughout the throughout the interview. Um, so yeah, I, I really enjoyed this one. I thoroughly enjoyed this one. Had a had a whale of a time, and uh, hope you guys do too. Um, obviously, you have to note uh, there is going to be a five VPN radio edition of this episode. So if you want to go hit Spotify, type up five VPN radio, or just hit the link in the full show notes, you will get this interview. Um, along with uh, some uh, Ian Kelly tracks, uh, he recently dropped an EP, so um, I'm most likely going to use those um, along with some other stuff as well, uh, just so you can get a taste of uh, what his tunes like, and uh, you know, just get that full body of work. I guess so you can get to know him on here, you know, on Wax, just chilling, uh, just catching up with me, and also get some tunes from him as well. So if you want that, um, instead of what's going on here, where it's just going to be regular old interludes, regular old chill interludes. Um, that's fine too. Either way, you're listening, and I'm uh, grateful for that. So with that said, uh, yeah, it's all set up. Uh, <laughs> grab your snacks, uh, kick your feet up, and uh, hope you enjoy. Mr. Ian Kelly, what is good, sir? What's going on, man? Appreciate you tapping in with me. Yes, sir. It's been a minute. It's been a it's been a real minute. Do you remember the the, the, the around the time when we did our interview? Was it uh, the exact date? I can't remember exactly. February the fifteenth, twenty nineteen. I was just about to say three years ago. 
literally, yeah, nearly close to three years ago. <laughs> it's been a minute. A lot of things have happened since then. A lot of things. Yeah, exactly. Right. So we'll 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 try and uh, we'll try and unpack some of it. Uh, hopefully, uh, for yourself personally. Um, but for the moment, how are you doing? How's how's things going in your in your current in your current space? Man, right now, uh, life is good. Uh, I've been active, very active. Um, for 2022, I'm excited about what I have to come. Uh, a lot of a lot of info and a lot of music and getting ready to drop. So yeah, I'm I'm ready for it all. Yes, yeah, so we'll, we'll surely get into that uh in a bit um yeah so let's let's park it back a little bit just obviously three years um there's a lot there uh around the time i interviewed you uh was literally a few months after your ep champion dropped right see a fire channel um so <laughs> uh not to not to overload the question but uh how's the three <laughs> for the past three years i guess uh musically personally um man the past three years have been a ride bro um i think what mm-hmm. i've what i've loved the most is that um even when people heard champion that was like some work that i had already been sitting on so now when i've been yeah. dropping stuff it's been nice to have people here to growth you feel me so now mm-hmm. i'm in a space where like i'm i'm charged up in a sense you know I've i've been gamed up a lot i've learned a lot within the past three years um honestly even you know being on an independent label i've just learned how to be an independent artist you know even stronger and how to push in different type of ways so yeah this these three years have been very beneficial for me a lot of highs and lows but very very beneficial exactly great um yes yeah, so i've 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 noticed that um i remember uh hearing up that uh space is hosted by a shout to ruben um that you were you were part of a couple of weeks ago um or a week or so ago and um <laughs> it was it was funny because while 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 you while you were talking, I was just like because he asked you uh, he asked that he, you and the others uh, uh, you know shout your people and you just had like a laundry list <laughs> of people. Yeah, and it was just it just made me, it just made me laugh like listening to that at two a.m. just like going Jesus Christ he's got so many people. Um, so I want to get into, I want to dig through a little bit of that. Um. When I interviewed you initially, I was obviously very Jamla focused because right. at that point in time, you recently signed a Jamla. And as a Jamla fan, I was just like, ooh, new guy, <laughs> who is this? Um, but obviously, you have uh, other collectives and other just people you are, I guess, uh, tied to. Right. Um, so uh, let's start with uh, One Day Soon, ODS. Um, okay. What is ODS? And... Uh, Obviously, that's been going on for a minute. I know uh, GQ uh, kind of heads down on that front. Uh, right. Other jam writers, of course. Um, so yeah, what's 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 ODS uh, for the people that don't know? So uh, ODS is a definitely a, a creative collective. You know, artists, producers, engineers, and um, to keep it a buck with you, ODS is the reason why I even got on Jamla. Like that was the bridge to Jamla. You know, um, yeah. Q had started ODS, and then from there. Got to meet Jamla through ODS, and you know it's always just been a family bond like that. Yeah, definitely, that's good. Um, and also, I think this is more recent. Um, from where I've where I've stood, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't think this is around. Oh, sorry, I don't think this is around the time uh, I interviewed you. But uh, there's also another one called Grand National, which I've just been recently looking up. Yes, um, sir. So, yes, sir. Why another one? <laughs> <laughs> Uh yeah, so 
I get, yeah. So what's uh, what's Grand National on on the, on that front as well? Is it is it very similar? Or is it uh, there is a different uh, tone to it? Honestly, uh, it's 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 similar. It has a similar vibe to ODS, but um, I think Grand National fo- focuses a little bit more on the production side of things sometimes, in, in, the, right. in the aspect of like producing videos too, and you know creative writing write ups for your videos and story storyboarding for your videos. But um, I'm a, I'm gonna be real, Grand National. That wasn't even something that was like planned initially. Uh, the homie named Kevin Allen is, is something that he spearheaded and started. And he hit me up one time just saying like, hey, you know, a group of artists, we're all linking up, you know, just trying to get in. And I was like, all right, bet. You know, so I pulled up to like two or three sessions. This And at this point, I was like bi-coastal with it. Like I was in town for like a few weeks and then going back out to North Carolina. And um, at the time, um, when we all got together, I... Shit, I didn't think nothing of it. I was like, okay, cool. We just got music in here. We vibing. We real hip hops right now. And then um, months later, I looked up and they were like Grand National. And I remember tapping in. It's like, hey, what's what's going on? What's 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 the deal here? And right. they they told me, you know, it was a group. And I mean, you know, the aspect of what they were trying to do. And I'm just like, okay. My first initial thought was like, okay, let's see what Jamla says. And then <laughs> Ninth was with it. I, I think I think Ninth respected this right. kind of. Me clicking up even more with some of my own people, and it's it's been off to the races. So Grand National definitely big shout out to Grand National because we did a lot of work during the pandemic. Like when the pandemic first hit, and then you know it was quiet, and people were like, man, artists, are you guys making music? What are you guys doing? It was tight to link up with them, and we kept it pushing. We still safety, COVID safety, but we still did shows. We still were mobbing and, and recording. Like, and it just taught me just kind of like don't stop. Even amongst everything that's going on, don't stop. And I, I like to say Grand National was that reminder. No, that's good, honestly. I feel um I tried in I tried in some way to do something similar for myself and for other people and it kind of just fell through um around that uh, time of like, you know, first, second lockdowns and stuff. Mm. But you know, there was some productive stuff on that front. But uh yeah, I kinda just like uh yeah, it was just a matter of trying certain things but uh they kind of just uh fell through but you know set up the podcast and that's so i can't complain too much hey, you know, um, you learn. on that pandemic on that pandemic front um uh during uh that i guess was <laughs> gonna be the second third year of it now right. um on that first year um i guess what was what was there anything what was did it derail anything for you career-wise did you have like things that you wanted to do and you because obviously this was around you know march ish mm-hmm. so you had your year kind of like mapped out i guess was there anything that just kind of that took a stick of dynamite to it um honestly no um i i was one of the lucky few lucky who, you. yeah i was one of the lucky few who um <laughs> i was in the process of still figuring some things out and the pandemic and the shutdown did nothing but give me more time um and just kind of plot and and plan some more um i think the biggest thing that it did change was i remember um i i got to perform i got to open up on rhapsody's uh layla's wisdom tour no not not Layla, yes. eve eve on eve i'm sorry uh you know yes. yeah so yes, yes, for yes. for eve so after i um that happened and then the pandemic hit like the shutdown hit for me, it was perfect timing because, like, man, I just got done performing, and then I'm like, okay, my project is about to drop, and then everything shuts down. So then I'm just like, okay, well, then this gives us more time to plot how we want to drop this project. You know, it gives us more time to plot when and what 
and how we want to attack stuff. So for me, no, the pandemic, yeah. I wasn't really tripping. And I'm going to be honest with you, in 2017, when I moved out to North Carolina, I had no job, had no car. You know, we had a crib. Right. You know, I had a little bit of money saved up already. So I quarantined before anybody. You feel me? The only place I could go to <laughs> was the fucking stew and my house. You know, so like 2017, uh-huh. I was already kind of used to not doing a lot. And then when this kind of happened, you know, kicking up like 2020, 2019, for me, it was just kind of like, oh, I'm used to this. Right. Yeah, no, I feel, I feel similar way from <laughs> what I do. I'm literally just, I'm I'm here, bro, like, <laughs> constantly. So, you know, it it, had, it was no skin off my nose when it came down. Obviously, there's plenty of people that kind of, obviously, are predicated on going outside and doing stuff where there's community and stuff. But I was just like, I'm chilling. I'm, I'm good. I can't <laughs> complain too hard. Like, so I feel you. I feel you. Um, so it's getting some releases uh, that you've obviously been going through. Mm-hmm. Um, you were obviously the I don't what what would you call it actually? I, I feel this is probably a good time to ask you. So obviously, Ninth Wonder does his Zion series, and uh, he recently dropped number six, and right. uh, you were part of uh, number five. Yes, uh, the ballad of Charles Duthit. Um What would you call like the artist? Because obviously, he's has that thing, the motif where like it's one artist, you know, with do, having, having a couple of vocals, uh, tracks, right. uh, sprinkled throughout. Obviously. A, <laughs> Right. sometimes two hour beat tape or whatever it is um what would you call that uh a kind of like feature artist or just what, what, would, you, what would you call that man i I call it an alley oop you feel me i call it knife uh looking out and just you know trying to set us up in, in the right way and to be real when when we did do that bro i think that was like that was kind of like the kickoff honestly for kills is dead because once i got on knife's project and definitely yeah, yeah. i uh, knife had just told me at that point like multiple people had started tapping in with them so at that point it's like okay we got the ball rolling so now everybody uh-huh. was just kind of like ready for me to drop a project so no i call it that alley oop no uh, no no yeah that's <laughs> That's, that's perfect. That's perfect. Uh, we, I want to. I do want to talk about some sports later on. But uh, let's, let's. Since you mentioned Kills today, let's get into that. Uh, obviously, uh, dropping around. Uh, I think yeah, like January, like around this time last year, actually. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, and then the and then Zion Five dropping a month or so beforehand. So yeah, definitely an LU. That's a perfect way of describing it. Um, Kills is dead, I guess. Um, uh, yeah. So very solid project, obviously, and. Uh, obviously we're going to talk about other things uh past that in a minute um but yeah what was the i guess the aim uh for that because obviously kells for those who don't know was your kind of former name right uh career wise right uh before you just went to your uh, to your regular government name as uh, people say right um so yeah kells is dead i guess what's the what was the uh obviously is kind of obvious uh messaging but is there anything <laughs> is there anything deeper than that well uh the biggest deep part is for sure is that um within kale is dead dead is an acronym you know and it stands for determined right evolving ascending destined so you know love it love it, it. Was, it was it was never to kill off me it was more like rebirth you know and i and i remember love i remember it. i had friends who hit me up just like bro what you talking about dead da, da, da. i'm like it's an acronym. Relax. It's, it's it's a meaning to it. Just rock with me. Ride with me. I'm gonna take you on this journey. We're gonna be good. Uh huh. But um. Yeah. That, yeah. That's good. No, but uh, Kells is dead for me, bro. Honestly, like I said, it, it was it was about rebirth. Just showing rebranding. Just kind of showing my strength and growth as an artist. And the dopest part about it, it was um 
that project was kind of coming together even before like the name kind of stuck. Me and Eric G had uh, talked about doing a, a EP. And a lot of people don't know, Eric G actually wanted to do an EP with me before I even got signed to Jamla. He actually had went to okay. Jamla. Yeah, he went to Jamla and was just like, hey, you know, would you guys be cool with me like doing something like with him? You know, I, I love his voice. And at that point, I was, mm. I was still on ODS, so it wasn't like far-fetched, but they were just kind of like, I think it was a mental note for them. And then, you know, once I got signed, we did Champion. And then fast forward, me and Eric were just talking one day. He was like, man, you ready to get it in? I'm like, come on. And then one day it was like, it was a rainy day too. I remember I was on the freeway and he sent me like 10 beats. And I just remember just kind of like going through them. And the first song I made was actually Make Room. And when I heard that beat, that one song kind of started mapping out the rest of the project for me. Because, you know, Make Room was about me kind of going back and forth from, you know, east to west coast, looking out for my family, you know, sister going through stuff, mom going through stuff, nieces going through stuff. But I'm still trying to like balance it all. And for me, that was like the center point was like, okay, bam, this is the growth point for Kills is Dead. Show how you've been growing back and forth in all these different ways. into um i guess the mental uh challenge that comes with being by coast on that front you've mentioned it a couple of times obviously so what is the what the like trials and tribulations on that front of just constantly ba- banding back and forth because obviously your home is in oakland and obviously right. jam is in nc so and that's a <laughs> I, I I don't know how Two long that, uh, that that trip is <laughs> plane wise or car car riding like that how how long that trip is, but like yeah what are the I guess the, yeah what are the trials and tribulations as it pertains to being bi coastal on that front and just constantly banding about and you know being stretched in some way you know ironically saying it um finding my footing but I had to realize how to find it in in both spots I I when I first was going back bi coastal I could tell it was me a, a lot of figuring it out you know sometimes I would like be recording out here, but then also doing lift, you know, and then I make more money doing lift out here versus North Carolina, but I make more music out there, you know? So it took me a minute to kind of find my groove, find the right people to connect with and make everything a lot more smoother. At first, I'm not going to lie. Like some days my life used to seem like a shit show. I'd just be like, man, where, what am I doing? Like, like how do I figure all this out? How do I balance this? But then at one point I just kind of noticed, I'm like, well, you know what? A lot of my video people and a lot of my other people who, you know, I, I content create with, they're on the West Coast. I was like, but a lot of people who I've musically have grown in different type of ways, they're on the East Coast. So you know what I'll start doing? Let me go home, shoot videos, come back here, make music. And then that became my pattern until I finally found a good groove and, and things just started kind of growing. And at that point, I'm like, okay, I, I found my niche. I'm cool now in either spot. So how, so how long did that take you to get acclimated on that front in terms of time period? Probably two years, maybe a year and a half. Wow. Like my my first my first year and a half, like I said, it was it was tough. I didn't even have like a car, and then you know in North Carolina, <laughs> you, you feel me? And then oh, you do lift a car? Yeah, I, did, I was I was doing lift. I don't do it. I don't do it anymore. Yeah, but <laughs> but yeah, like I was I was just trying to you know figure out what is the best for me i guess in a sense like what what is what is the pattern that works for ian you know how how can you figure out what's yes. what's going to make you grow so i think that was the the biggest journey with that one 
Uh, for sure, I hear that. Um, so you seem to have a penchant for uh, acronyms. Um, <laughs> I, I just I just noticed because like so you done DAD and that's kind of lit, and then obviously Kells was uh, killing every last line soulfully, and I was just like, damn. Yes, sir. He's got he's got a t- he's got a thing for it. So, um, perfect. Well, is it perfect? Okay, I'll I'll get that. To, I'll get back to it in a sec. Um, I kind of want to I want to talk about a soul of a man right quick. Okay. Um, because as as you are aware, I put that on my uh, songs list uh, for 2021. And uh, for th- those that are not aware, um, if if you, well, you you are aware if you play Madden, okay? I'm about to R. say John Madden, by the way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, I I that that song, bro, is like. Firstly, was that written or not? Because. It kind of it feels to me just kind of like a stream of thought kind of hmm. not freestyle but just a very stream of thought where it's just like here's some things I want to talk about and how can I chain link them and you know it's like two ish two and a, two and a side minutes under three minutes so mm-hmm. you, you get through a lot of talking points and a lot of subject matter right in such a short amount of time with zero hook. I was just wondering how that particular song was crafted on your on your front um, as a lyricist because it was just um, <laughs> first time I heard it I was just like Jesus Christ is sample and then like Jesus Christ is this whole verse slaps I'm just like I, and yeah I still listen to it now and I'm just like jams so many heat, so many bars man so many bars. man right I, so I, how I, how how was that as crafting it because I need to know. Well, for, first I'll say I, I appreciate you even mentioning the, the fact that it had no hook. I think that was the part that a lot of people, even when they listen today, they don't realize until I say it. They're like, wait, there's no hook? I'm like, nah, there's no hook. Yeah. But for me, um, the concept where I really wrote that song from was like as soon as I heard it and I heard the James Brown sample, it's interesting. But It was a, James Brown. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, do you know how gassed I am that I got that right? <laughs> but <laughs> um, it was, it was kind of crazy, bro, like when... When I heard the beat, there was a in Oakland, California. There's a street called High Street, and it's a it's kind of like right across. I mean, it's on High Street where I stayed at at the at the time. It's uh, right across from a high school called Fremont High School, and just you know a bunch of things going on in that area, or whatnot. And I remember when right. I was a kid, I was like, "Man, when did me and mom live over there? Like ten? I must have been like ten or eleven. And honestly, I wrote that song from the perspective of me looking out my window in that apartment. And seeing everything that went down, right in Oakland. So that's why when you hear, you know, puff puff pass and the flower bed and everything, there's a group of people who are in a circle smoking weed. You know, and, mm. you know everything that I put was all images that I remember from living on High Street. Yeah, that's that's great. That's amazing. Um, how do people not know there's no hook? It literally is. Like, <laughs> I'm tell you, I think I think that's the tight part. I think it. You know what it. <laughs> Me and me and some other people had a conversation about that too. Just kind of it shows that there's there's no rules in music. If if it's impactful oh, or, yeah. or if, or if yeah. people feel it, like you can do what you want. So the fact that like that got picked up for Madden and you know it made waves the way it did, and it was just me rapping. For me, that was like one of the best feelings ever. Cause I'm just like, oh, bet. Like you know, I'm not extra trying to make you a trendy song i'm not extra trying to give you a certain sound i'm just giving you me and you took that if that's what you like mm. i got more of it mm. okay so how does one get a song onto madden <laughs> asking for a friend <laughs> um so i'll be i'll be real they have, they have people that you can um 
hit up. Obviously, you know, is always the in the know, you know. But um, you can sure, like, sure. And, and you can tap it's connections in with, thing, yeah, right. Sure. And I believe if you do the research too, you could tap in with like EA, and they have like EA people and sponsors you can hit up. But my sure. my story with Madden, at least what was told to me, um, Madden heard the song somewhere and then hit up Ninth, and it was like, hey. This song, this artist is your artist, right? And it was like, yeah, we want the song. I was like, tight, you know. So I think, I think, um, I had Soul of a Man on the Bars playlist for Apple Music. So if if the label didn't send it in, I think that's where they heard it. So you know, also, it's just one of those things, man. Like you know, if people hear it and the right ear hears it at the right time and it's in the right spot, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. you get it going. I'll definitely shout on that front. Do you play Madden at all? I do play Madden. Sadly, you don't laugh, I have not played the new one yet. (laughs) Okay. So I need to get on the sticks. All my partners keep telling me, like, bruh, you know your song? Come on. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I know. I I don't got the game, though. I feel like you should get a free copy, if anything, but, you know. Hey, let's talk to EA. Let's holler at him. (laughs) Get get you on the phone, bro. Man. (laughs) Um... Yeah, that's just yeah, that's very fascinating. I think uh, a personal a personal goal for me, um, well, not a goal, but like something I'd love to do one day. Uh, this is kind of like a childhood thing, but like um, back in the day, I used to play like NBA Two K constantly, like literally around the time like ten years ago. You have me like doing all nighters, just playing my career, like literally in full full forty eight minute games. I'm mm-hmm. I'm, in, I'm in it, bro. I was I was, I was deep. <laughs> oh, you was um, real deep in. <laughs> But like a personal dream is to like soundtrack, just like do a soundtrack for like I don't know NBA Two K or something because that'll be that'll be just heat and yeah I feel like I have to taste. But that's that's just me. Hey no um, no I'll be honest like Madden no like more recently the last couple of years I haven't been as tough you know playing video games. I think I've just been trying to press right. you know push the career tough. Not to say like oh bro you ain't got no time to play Madden, but like. Like I just you know I just been <laughs> been very active, but bro, I used to be uh-huh, like yeah. Madden two K head. Like my partners, we would have Madden tournaments. They wouldn't even put me in a tournament. They would just put me in a they put me in a championship because they knew they was like, all right, well, <laughs> like it used to get real with Madden, bro. So honestly, like uh... to be a part of it, like was one of the craziest feelings. And honestly, it's even more crazier with John Madden passing. You feel me? Like seeing mm-hmm. that that really hit me. I'm just like, damn. Like I'm, and it, and it hit me. I'm like, oh shit, I might be on like. The last Madden that you know, John Madden might have even heard my song. Like you know, it just mm-hmm. you know, you never mm-hmm. you never know. But it was just kind of like man, mm-hmm. like you know, it was, it was for surely a special moment. It's something I don't downplay at all. It's just sadly I don't got the game. Yeah, no, that's, that's fair, man. <laughs> uh, what's your <clears throat> what's your uh, I guess the biggest flex or like just favorite memory of like playing Madden or Two K? Oh, my biggest flex is one time I beat my partner by like four touchdowns using two plays. <laughs> like literally, I would switch back between two plays, and then one of the plays had like an option route in it. I was fucking him up. It was, oh. yeah. So that was that was my biggest flex. I for sure whooped my partner. <laughs> you know what team plays. it was? Uh, oh, what team did I have? Was I being an asshole? I might have had the Patriots. I'm trying. No, bro. I'm really trying. No, no, no. He had the Ravens. I know that. He had the Ravens. Who did I have? Uh, I uh, might have. <laughs> I might have had the Bengals. Now that I think about it. Yep. Oh gosh, <laughs> that's brilliant. That's outstanding. <laughs> Two plays. Oh gosh, there was actually there's a there's a great video where like um uh by Secret Base where like they try and win as many games by just doing one play. 
um so they get they the two of their guys pick a like pick a play and then they get like a professional like madden esports player to to pick one for them as well so they and then they split the the season into like three bits and see who gets like uh, the best outcome very fascinating video with just one play the whole season uh so yeah so they had three they had three plays technically but they got they had three variations so like one of them was like constantly running one of them was like constantly passing and then one one of them was just like uh i think one of them was hail mary i'm not gonna lie so yeah so <laughs> you a bad hey, hey you a bad man if you get through a whole season of madden with three plays i tell you <laughs> uh they, they did do they did do too bad but um i think that's kind that was kind of the point of the whole thing was just like how how can you like break the game in some way where it's right. just like yeah let's just do this one slant for the whole season see what happens uh but yeah very fascinating um uh, well, speaking of sports, actually, what teams do you actually support? Actually, I actually never asked. I mean, you already know Warriors. You know, I'm a, I'm a rep that till I'm gone. I I was a Warriors okay. fan when they were getting stomped. Like I'm talking about, like we used to go to the Warriors games to see the other star player. So it's crazy <laughs> to see that like change within like sure. the last like five to eight years, and like now nah, we we're a powerhouse. So yeah, yeah, of course. So Warriors fan. Raiders fan, you know we have some. So you still, so you st- okay? That's interesting. I was wondering if you still stick with them, even though they're in Las Vegas. Okay, I'm, I'm still a Raiders fan, bro. Because still at the end of the day, you know, I don't know. It's, I guess maybe it's just the Raider in me. You know, I think, I think when you become a Oakland Raider fan, true Oakland Raider fan, a Raider fan is, it's more than just. I guess the the city is in. It's a mentality. Like you know, I I know when Oak when the Raiders used to be in L.A. and but then you can go out there. And still sometimes catch some like Los Angeles Raider gear and stuff. Now recently I know the Rams have been out there, but like, yeah, bro, I think for me, always be a Raider, you know, no matter where they go to. Unless they go to like Timbuktu or something real crazy. Then we gotta then we gotta reel the shit in. But I mean, you know, they're close enough to where like I can still go to a Raiders game, so. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Uh a fun fact, my first ever bet. Like proper first, like a uh, legal bet was uh, the Warriors winning the champ their first championship. There we go. Um, yeah, nice, nice, nice little payout there. <laughs> <laughs> the one, the one and only bet I've ever won, like officially. There we go. Um, and I'll take, I'll take that to the grave. So shout out to the Warriors on that front. Always support on that front. Um, so yeah, you you, you posted uh, I think a couple of days ago, if I remember correctly, um, that. You have an album that is quote ninety two percent done. <laughs> um, so yeah, man, what's, what's, what's going on with that? We got a date. We got uh, any exclusive information on that phone? Uh, I got I got a little info for you. I will say, uh, yeah, new new album definitely on the way. Um, it's it's something that I honestly have been planning for like three years, like the concept. Just the concept Sheesh, of it, really? okay. and and you know how I want everything to be attacked. So I think this one feels very good, bro. Just because you know a lot, a lot of a lot of love and care went into this one, and just kind of you know different ideas, and then worked with different musicians and whatnot to really bring everything out. So yeah, this this next project I I actually feel strong about. You know, it's just about gearing up for it. I mean, if you if you if you're mapping it out for three years, I feel like you have to care about it some sort. You know yeah, a I mean? little so, bit, yeah, I say so. Uh huh. I say so. Okay. All right. Well, is uh, I, I'll, let me let me probe a bit. Is there like a 
Is it like a deep concept? Is it like is it some storytelling? See, I can't I can't give you too much. I can't give you too much because I want y'all to buckle <laughs> I, up for this ride. But I will say that there um there is a concept. There's definitely a, a, a strong concept, and I think it's love it. I think it's definitely something that can be reached on a lot of different scales, and I think that's something yeah. that we need, especially around this time period. So I'll give you that for sure. All right. Will there be an acronym in the title? I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? There won't be an acronym in the title, but when I get the promo, and I'll probably acronym it. So. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough, free. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> I guess uh, in in general in general talk because uh, I feel like uh, uh, you know, I've, reached, I've reached that point where I'm kind of I'm I'm so, I'm sorted on just uh, the questions I've been wanting to ask. Actually, there was another one from the interview that we did. Let's see if I can find it right quick because uh, I, I found it. Oh me up. <clears throat> I found it, I found it very entertaining just uh, thinking about it and uh, how it came about. Uh, boom. Do you still listen to 102.9 KBLX? <laughs> Honestly, bro, that's it makes me kind of sad. Not as much. One like, bro, KBLX <clears throat> is not the quiet storm anymore. They made the storm kind of loud. Like, you know, it's it used to okay. be it used to be more soulful in, in it, and nowadays right. like I, I remember one time like, I was listening to KBLX and then they threw on like Juvie or like Lil Wayne and I was so lost. I was like, "Wait." <laughs> I was like, what's going on? Like, I think they've tried to like be with the times a little bit. So I I don't listen to KBLX as much anymore. Now my new thing, at least for like oldies on like a Sunday, is um I'll have like a playlist. You know, I, I just remember kind of like songs my dad used to play and, you know, grandma, just people I know. And then, you know, I know some other people who sometimes like share me songs. So right now I'm building up my old school playlist because, you know, I don't, I don't tap in with KBLX as much as I used to. Still shout out to them. Okay. Though. It was all love. <laughs> that's great that's amazing uh i have a question on that on the playlisting front mm -hmm. but um i actually did a i have another pod uh that features on spotify because um i can play tracks along with whatever i say on it okay. um and i the first episode i did was literally quiet storm so <laughs> i learned about the quiet storm via a vox earworm series uh, like a year ago and it fascinated the hell out of me. Huh. So the fact that you just went went down that route is the exact reason why you had KBLX on, on deck. Fascinates <laughs> the hell out of me. So respect to KBLX on that front. Gas to, gas to. Man, I, yeah, I just I just love that I just love that essence, man. Of just like slapping on the radio and just having like just old just old soul seventies and eighties going just like twenty four seven. It's 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 needed. I think the, one of the dopest moments was when um you know how verses were verses still a thing, but you know like there was that time period where like yes. we all were like in the house watching verses together together. Um, what was it? Was it the Isleys versus the Earth Wind and Fire? Yeah, yes. Earth Wind and Fire. And man, mm -hmm. it felt good just to see like them go crazy and then how many people were just like oh my god I, I love this song and then to see their streams like shoot up afterwards it's like this is <laughs> this is the basis of music like a lot of a lot of y'all are people aren't understanding that like damn near everything's a sample you know you know unless unless you kind of really like you know play even things that people are replaying you know are coming from something else you know 
So it's just kind of like this shows you where a lot of hip hop even came from. Now you know a lot of these type of sounds and these type of flips. So you know you gotta embrace everything. You know from old to new, you have to take it all in. Getting this education in right now, I'm loving it. It's a good vibe right now. It's a good vibe. Funny enough, you actually say uh, right after that sentence about uh, 182.9. Uh, old old school cuts would start playing like Earth, Wind, and Fire, and the Isley Brothers. I don't want to say that we predicted that they would do it. That's crazy. <laughs> hey, I am a That's future teller. Yes. <laughs> I am a fortune. <laughs> you said that. I read the next sentence. I was like, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, I am tapped in. Now I just need lotto numbers. Hopefully those start jumping out of me. And then everything. I'm heading off after this, bro. I'm going out to the cool shit. Create a quick five, five pound. Um, uh, what have, what's you been, what's been uh, your favorite verses uh, so far in the past uh, year or so, couple of years? It's been going now. Freaking hell. Like, Because I remember... I feel the unofficial start of verses, or in my mind, I feel like this is where Swizz got it. Like, because he did a thing of the nature of a verses, like for 2017-ish, something like that, around hmm. that time. Okay. I think I was in uni at the time. It was him and Just Blaze just going beat for beat, and yeah, there was a, it, it got it got memeified. I remember specifically it got memeified because. Buster Rhymes came through and he was just clearly just like on substance. Yep. Don't know what substance, but he was on substance. Do you remember that? You because remember Buster, was, like, Buster was feeling it, and then I remember Swiss was just started playing random stuff, and he started jamming his his like his chin like on the beat pad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember that for sure. Yeah, I mean, I felt like that was the unofficial beginning of it, and I was just like, damn, just damn. just blaze, just like just fucking going beat for beat honestly bro you you might have hit it on the head because me personally i first was about to say like the unofficial verses i remember seeing i don't know if anybody remembers this but like hit boy and somebody else like did like all right yeah i I remember this like they did like a battle against each other but i don't think it was verses yet and then the next thing you know like a couple weeks later then i saw like the verses train get like kicked up and then just multiple people just you know just going at it just kind of like oh okay that's fascinating. So, do you have a favorite so far? Uh, my favorite was, to be honest, I've loved seeing seeing the rise of Jada Kiss. Like, like, and like Jada Kiss is already one of that? what he's already one of them like rap guys. But like, to to for people to get that dose when he did the verses versus Fabulous, and then for them to get that dose when it was the Locks versus you know you know Dipset and everything. Mm-hmm. Bro, I was just like, Kiss is showing you like he's prime A, like it don't matter. A solo with the click, like I'm one of them guys. So for me, that was that was yeah. my favorite one. And then um, a close second, I think maybe just because like hip hop hip hop culture wise, it was crazy seeing um, Jeezy and Gucci. That was crazy. Okay. Yeah, just just because of the history behind everything that had going on and all this and that. It's like wow, like. Y'all up here doing the verses, and there's so much other underlining stuff between y'all. But it was just interesting to see the power of music. You know, I'm just like, okay, music can still sit y'all in this room. You know, I'm pretty sure money too. But you know, music and <laughs> but that still the power of that is 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 wild. Uh, yeah, yeah. You'd have to pay me a, a big a big check for <laughs> the dude the dude the dude in front of me shot my guy. You know what I mean? So... <laughs> but it's... Yeah, it's Dicky. What, what's what, what's the number? <laughs> what's, what's your number? Dicky. What's your number to do a versus for, against the guy who shot your homie? Look, 
it's big. It's big. Yes. Yeah, so. <laughs> it is big. Yeah. So like like I said, bro, just seeing that one. Oh, oh. And the one with um now I'm going down my line. Um Go for it, bro. What was it? Escape and who who did Escape go against? It was Escape and SWV? Yeah. 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 That one was crazy too, only because like to see some of those women like now still sing like that, I was like, yo, this is this is crazy. Like you talking about like never ending voices, ever like forever lasting. I'm just like, wow, like you could still sing in any time. To me, that's the most impressive stuff to do when you can still last through the times. That's why Jay Z is one of my favorites. Three decades of this shit? I'll have to ask her since you mentioned him. Who can go against Jay in a versus? Or can nobody? Are you one of those? No, it's to, to be honest. <laughs> None of it. No one can touch him. No one can touch him. You know, and as much as I love Hove, like, I'll be real. Like, I think Little Wayne. Like, I think, and, and no lie, when you really do the research and then you take, like, you know, the top, you know, singles and the top different things like that, it's actually closer than what people think i think where jay-z might pull away might be like on the grammy train wise you know he might pull away on that but like if you look at everything else shit jay-z said himself that when lil wayne got on show me what you got it it sparked something in him just kind of like okay like yeah let me let me get back back on it for jay-z to say that and people forget jay-z was trying to sign lil wayne you know it's just kind of like he felt the vibe so even though i, I fuck with hove I think that probably would be the biggest comp. <clears throat> what about Snoop? How do you feel about that? That's my that's my personal theorizing. Mm, Uncle Snoop, Uncle Snoop had a catalog. Snoop, mm-hmm. Snoop bro, had a catalog. Bro, mid two thousand Snoop is so underrated. Oh yeah, because like, there, there's talking. so many heaters. Yeah. There's so many heat hot cuts, man. Yeah, like you got you got you got like Vato from like Blue Carpet, got like signs uh, dropping like his heart from RNG. Yeah, uh, got paid the cost to be the boss uh, from the church to the palace. Like you got you got some you got some things you got some things there. You know, so, and I respect you because Snoopy it, is West Coast, so I'll give you that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Only thing, only thing that because like obviously it depends on kind of just what's the essence of what you want to go for in terms of a verses. Like, right. is it about hits? Is it about like <coughs> lyrical disparity or whatever? Like, what you can do right. just like right there and then. That's why I found the KRS one and Big Daddy Kane one so fascinating mm. because they're just so different in a way uh, of just like what they what what they portray right obviously like big daddy kane's got that you know just the super slick like you know what i mean like in the beats per minute kind of uh right no breathing kind of rap or breath control rapping whatever and then it's just krs which could just rock the house and mm-hmm. you know the knowledge and all that stuff so mm-hmm. it was very fascinating on that front of dichotomies between the two but i was just thinking snoop and jay because of you know, they both have longevity in some sense, right? You could tick that box and then you can tick the hits box, of course. Right. And then maybe deep cuts might be a different uh might be a case uh for one one or the other, I guess. Right. Um but yeah, and you know, showmanship, I feel like they're both pretty pretty good on that front in terms of just rocking a crowd. I, I feel like 
I don't know. I, I haven't heard anybody else say it, so I was just I wanted to throw that there on the record. You know what? I'll, I'll take cool. that. I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind seeing that. I wouldn't mind seeing seeing Snoop and Hove go at it. I will be honest. Though, I feel like at some point though, like where Snoop does start to slow down, I feel like Jay Z still kind of kept it going because what do you have? Watch the throne, and then after like watch the throne four four four. You know, it's just like I think that is the part where it's just kind of like. The reason why, the reason why people throw in the little Wayne aspect is because all them damn mixtapes and how Wayne <laughs> literally uh-huh. looked, like set himself apart in such a such a different type of way. I think if if Snoop maybe had like one or two mixtapes, then they probably throw him in the mix. As funny as it sounds. <laughs> sure. Uh-huh. Okay. That's it. That's interesting. I mean, I feel like you're putting a uh, disrespect on the that uh uh on that uh, on the uh oh. What's the, what's the name? What's the name of the group? Oh damn, I'm tripping. It was him, Nate Dogg. You talking about Dog and someone else? They had a trio album. I'm oh, tripping. You talking about two one three? Yeah, two one three. What's wrong with the two one three, bro? Like, okay, okay. <laughs> Respect matter, on two one three. Matter of fact, you right. Snoop could pull a couple of them records. That it would be close. It would be close. I I see Hove. Killing most people, but you know what? I I'll give you that. Snoop and Wayne, I've I'll I'll say. I'll say. I think those are the best competition for him. I know some people will say Eminem, but I don't think so. <laughs> M goes M goes crazy, but it's just that at certain at a certain point, like M's some of the M's like hits didn't like exactly cross over, I feel like, to both sides. Like, you know, I think it just kind of uh-huh. stayed. Uh-huh. You know, uh-huh, amongst, sure. amongst the white community yeah. a little bit, but you know. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Yeah, you know, being honest. Okay, yeah, sure. Very honest. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. A great time right weekend. <laughs> Playoffs is coming. Um, Raiders are at this point in time. I think it's like a winning in situation, if I remember correctly. So yeah, I think yeah, I think if we beat the Chargers and then somebody else loses, I think we get in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you confident? How's it? How's, how's the how's the feeling? The feeling. And is... you're getting clay back, by the way. Fuck. Forgot about that. Yeah, with the hoop wise. Yeah. Uh, Raiders. I mean, it's they're in Vegas, right? It's a gamble. <laughs> that's that's literally what it feels like, you know. So. I like that. I like that. <laughs> That's literally. What you should rap. Like. You got good wordplay. <laughs> Thank you. I've been thinking about it. I've been thinking about it. So you know, you know. Hopefully, hopefully we get it done. That's what I will say. Hopefully we get it done. It's very surprising you're here in general, obviously, because they've been going on uh, uh, with the uh, Gruden going, and obviously Henry Ruggs like a couple of weeks afterwards. It's just like Bro, that's it's, it's kind of it's kind of good, like just a lot of front of like. Who's going to be the next head coach? I feel like it's a pretty freaking decent looking job right there in terms of just like you know the but, team itself. But I'll, I'll be I, I'll be completely honest though with with these two situations in one season while the Raiders are in Las Vegas, it does make me wonder: Does the league go like, all right, you know, are are we actually ready for a sports team in Vegas like this? You know, you know, like, like are are the younger. I don't know. It just makes me wonder, like, are there some behind conversations, behind the scenes combos going on about this? Because, like, we all see it. We all know, like, you got 18-year-olds uh-huh. and 20-year-olds with a gang of money in Vegas. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yes, but yes, but Ian, you you, you forget uh, uh, capitalism. So. <laughs> All right. You forget. With that, with that being said, <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> How little they forget. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Throw a pack of money and everything's good. Yeah. Uh, this is true. So, yeah. I, I, yeah. But I, I see, I see what you're talking about. I mean, yeah. I, I, I don't. I've, I've never been to Vegas. I have a friend that told me he went to Vegas. Uh, a, a while back, and I was just like, uh, he was he was like under eighteen, so he didn't like do anything crazy. But but initially, I was just like, "What did you do?" He said nothing. I was like, "Why the fuck did you go to Vegas?" <laughs> then he told me he's like, then he told me he was like fifteen. I was just like, "Oh well, we should have said that first. Like, you know, so, <laughs> so, so I got what's going on. I, I don't know why I expect crazy shit whenever someone says I'll go to Vegas, but you know, I guess that's. The hangover coming at me and uh, all the other films no, uh, from, no, from Vegas. I mean, Vegas is an interesting place. I won't say everybody has a wild night, but even my night where, like, I remember I went, like, for, like, a bachelorette party out there, and then we wound up, like, walking the strip the whole night. I don't know why the fuck we were out all night when I really think about it, but, like, but like yeah, Vegas is just one of them places where, like, you really don't sleep and you just run into... <laughs> We ran into like a, a a group of three chicks and they were dressed regular and I remember my partner was trying to get on and then at the end of it they were, were like ladies of the night and I was like what I was like okay so Vegas is just <laughs> <laughs> Vegas just has that type of feel ladies of the night I love that that's a film name that's a film name let me write that down ladies of the night oh, I can I can see it now that's a let me get that let me get that look line to you right quick that's great hey. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah. On, on the NBA side, I obviously briefly mentioned uh, Clay coming back. Uh, yep. I think that's either today or tomorrow. Um, any thoughts on that? I mean, that, I mean, it's kind of embarrassment of riches at this point. But uh, you know, man, I just, I just, I just pray for, cool. I just, I just pray for Clay's healthy. No lie, like Clay's one of them, one mm-hmm. of those type of athletes where like I've seen clips and like I've literally seen him like. In Oakland, like walking the lake, you know, I've I've seen him like there's a uh Oakland artist out here by the name of uh Offset Jim and he's kinda of been blowing up and I seen him like pull up in Offset Jim's hood and just like been cool with some people or the clip, I don't know if he was in his hood, but like there's a group of them there all really cool. Clay just seems like a down to earth person, so it's like on that alone, I wanna see him win, you know. So hopefully he comes back and start dropping bombs on the Splash Brothers all over again. Yeah, man, it's coming back. It's coming back. I'm, I'm here for it. I'm here for the highlight tape. It's good. Uh, all the just, uh, I, don't know, I just love the, I love the guests when like they just hit and they just go on a run. It's just like it's nothing like it, bro. Like when they just, just get hot. It's just, it's, a, it's amazing. It's crazy, to, it's, it's crazy to watch. It's amazing to see. Crazy to watch. And now I'm loving that. Have you seen, have you seen Golden State Live, by the way? Hmm. You have you seen, seen the Warriors Live? live? Yeah. I kind of suck in that right. I haven't seen them live in a long time. I haven't seen them live mm-hmm. in a minute, but. I've been to the Warriors game. I mean, that, that, don't do it now. Those ticket prices probably. Uh, <laughs> now, so. Also, also, you'll probably go back and you're just like, inflation's that bad. Also, during some of those like prime time periods, I also was mm. like living in North Carolina. You know, for I was living in North Carolina for three years. I moved. I recently moved back to Oakland like a year ago. So you know, in that right. time period, you know, some of like the grand warrior moments. I was you know on the East Coast. All right, fair enough. That's mm-hmm. fair. That's fair. Um, one more artistic question, then we'll uh, and then we'll start finishing up. Uh, you mentioned well, well, I asked in the spaces uh, that um, aforementioned uh, of what you 
do to gain artistic uh, inspiration. Mm-hmm. Uh, could you just regurgitate what you said? Because uh, I found I, I found I found it fascinating. No, oh, no problem. I do shrooms. Um, go ahead and do some shrooms. <laughs> you feel me? Get some get some water. Make sure you stay hydrated. Um, make sure you get your candles and your and your, and your oh. vibes right. Um, but I mean, on <laughs> on a serious note, with that, like honestly, my my creative kind of like work up and the way I kind of get my mojo going is um, I like I like listening to other type of like rap music and other like artists right before I kind of get into mine. It's kind of like, I don't know, it's kind of like if you were watching a pickup game and somebody just dropped like 25, you're like, oh shit, let me go out there and drop 30. So it's like, that's one thing that does kind of, that's one thing that does kind of get me going. Like I'll, I'll listen to certain artists, even like whether it's an old song or even somebody local, just something that like gets me just kind of like, yeah, now let's get into it. Um, so yeah, um, something else I've been doing now more recently too is um, I've been kind of doing like a freestyle a day. I've been if you go on my IG, you know, there's you yes, know, yeah, I've seen those. Yes, yeah, I was kind of doing that every other day. Um, I've been gearing up, getting some other things going, so I know I slowed it down for a second. I'm pick it back up, but um, doing that actually has gotten my brain, I guess, almost sharper, you know, because like I'll, I'll kind of have like a warm-up verse before I, then I go into my music and it's just like, bam, and things just kind of flow better. Yeah, right. so, yeah it's warm-up. It's like, yeah, it's sharpening the tools a bit like, mm. before you get into it. That's, that's, that's good. So uh, with that said, actually, um, since you were talking about freestyling, and uh, I usually ask uh, people uh, what, the, just for recommendations, I guess, uh, in, in, in essence, uh, but... Obviously, you obviously you listen to other people um, in in a, just a creative sense for motivation, uh, but in general recommendations, uh, who you're listening to, what you're reading, what you're watching uh, that you feel like uh, people should get onto. Um, honestly, recently, an author who, you know, God rest his soul, I've actually been diving into more is Dick Gregory. I've I kind of tend to like his. Just information, just the way he he thinks and talks. He kind of reminds me of like somebody's uncle, but with like a lot of a lot of game and a and a a lot of messages. So I've definitely been tapping right. into that for sure, for, for sure, for sure. Okay, good. Um, all right, Dick Gregory, shout out. Um, all right, we finish uh, as always uh, with the top five. Um, do you remember your top five from previous? No, <laughs> you kept it. <laughs> that I'm trying you to. Ke- you, kept, you, you kept it pretty basic. Um, yeah, I know. Uh, you went. You you just went with top five all time. Uh, you went uh, Jay, Andre, Tupac, Eminem, and Lil Wayne. So uh, it's pretty simple. Um, so yeah, uh, I will ask you for another top five. Um, as always, uh, you can go wherever you want with it. Doesn't have to be music based. Can be as wild as you want. Um, uh, a, a good a good example I like to shout is a uh, shout to Danny Monet Truitt, um, another Californian actually. Um, she did a very Mediterranean top five was like grapes and massage and wine and stuff like that. It's, it's kind of it's very it's very amusing. It's very very solid top five because you know that's, that's what I like about that's what I like when doing these kind of top fives where you can go anywhere you like with it and people just take the take the wheel and run with it uh, and drive it away. So uh, okay, yeah. With that said, uh, what's your what's your top five? Hmm. And I can go anywhere with it. I'm gonna hit you with anywhere something. with it. I'm gonna hit you with something different. Um. Meditation, breathing, writing down intentions and, and affirmations, mm. um, 
self-reflecting by taking yourself out the moment. And the fifth one for me these days would have to be, hmm, laughter. Laughter gets you through a lot. That's what's up. Open your third eye, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Mr. Reed Kelly, it's been a pleasure, my guy. Um, let's try and, uh, well, it, I mean, if it, if it comes to being three years again, then it is what it is. But, uh, you know, uh, obviously I'll keep note of where you're at. I look forward to the new uh, project coming through whenever it comes through. And, uh, yeah, man, we'll talk again uh, whenever we talk again. We'll definitely talk again. And I'll let you know something real quick, quick little Jim. The top five for me goes into my project there you go okay all right all right all right well shout to you and uh yeah man that's 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 good i don't know where to go with that but uh yeah man that's, yeah, <laughs> that's good hit you with an Easter egg. i look forward yeah. to it it's getting me thinking yeah, it's getting me thinking i like I it I, mm, I like that i like that <laughs> but yeah shout to you man thanks for coming through uh we'll talk again soon man much love blessings And then we have it, ladies and gentlemen, my interview with Mr. Ian Kelly. Yeah, I mean, I just I, there's sometimes where I listen to listen back, and I'm just like, damn, I'm just I'm just blessed that I'm able to just like chat with super talented people, man, super freaking talented people, <laughs> and just chop it up, just have a laugh, you know what I mean? It's nice to have a catch up with these people, man. I really enjoy it, like um. Yeah, I it's it's perfect. Um, but yeah, man, it's just one of many. We're gonna get into some more down the line. And with that said, we'll leave it there, ladies and gentlemen. From the Fifth End Podcast Network, Ivan Chaita, and it's been what's good. Intro music has been backstopped by Brock Berrigan. Interlude music was Blue Sky by Guyvus. You can find both links in the full show notes. Thanks to Joe for to use both tracks. You can also find their link in the full show notes. And with that said, until the next time. Until the next interview, take it easy, ladies and gentlemen.